no great surprise, uh, it's been a long weekend. And, and we've, we've been active, and there have been tons of people that have been here, and, and some of them are probably still on the road traveling back. But, but yes, weekend is always one of the great highlights uh, for, for the Forest Park congregation. And, and I know we look forward to it. Uh, a lot of work goes into it, and, and I think a lot of good comes out of it. <coughs> but as I was thinking about that, <coughs> excuse me, as I was thinking about that this evening, I really wanted to make two points. Number one, everybody has elephants in their room. And, and so much of what we've been talking about has been directed towards our middle school kids and high school and college age. And, and, and those are absolutely groups of people that we need to be focusing on. But I hope that you don't just think that it was about teenagers. There was a time in my life, probably when I was a teenager, that I thought, once I get through these teen years, then these things won't be a struggle anymore. And I remember thinking that so clearly about a lot of things. And, and while it's true that there are some things that change, and I suppose I wouldn't want to go back and be a teenager again, you know, all those temptations stuck around. And, and all those struggles, they, they're, they're still here today. And all of those elephants in the room, I mean, it may not be the same ones, but they're still there. Th those things that we all know about, but yet for some reason we're hesitant to, to address them. I think there were 21, I think 21 young people that responded in some sort of a, a formal or an open way to the invitation. But, but those of you who were here on Saturday, on Saturday morning, uh, remember in Joe Wells' second lesson, and he gave everyone those little slips of paper that said reputation. And the young people, many, many people came up and they, they put them on the stage. And, and, and some, some stayed and made confessions, but most probably just, just went back to their seats. But one of those pieces of paper that someone came and put on the stage, it, it wasn't a young person. It was an adult. It was someone who had come as, as a chaperone. And I, I, just want to hear, I just want you to hear what, what it was that, that they wrote. They said, I want to do a better job leading my family to God. No matter how hard it may be, no matter how much resistance I face, I want to put God at the center of everything that my family is about. And I didn't write that. Somebody else wrote it. But I'm telling you, that's a very real person who says, I'm engaged in a battle. I'm engaged in a struggle. That the reality is, Probably if they wrote this, they feel like they're losing and that they need to re-engage. And it was when I read that, and you could probably make a lot of points off of that and a lot of truths to be said, but the point that I want to make is just that it's not just about teenagers, that the Christian struggle is real no matter what age group you find yourself in. But just as the struggle is real, the solution is also real. That great need, as we talked about last night there in 1 John chapter 1, when John says in verse 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I don't know of many of the young people that responded this week that whenever I read their confession, I didn't think, you know, probably... 90% of the people in the room could have said the same thing. But they had the courage 
they had the courage to actually do something. They had the courage to make a, a public statement, a public proclamation. And in doing so, they are examples for, for you and for me. And when we find those elephants in the room, we need to take them to God. Secondly, I was having a conversation. I, I sent a message to, to all of our speakers this afternoon, just, just thanking them for, for being here. Everybody but you, Travis, you're, you're local, so you don't get a thanks. Uh, sorry, it just occurred to me. I didn't text Travis. He taught a class. But, but uh, I, I, I'd send a message, you know, just, just thank you for being a part of Yes Weekend. And, and Austin Johnson, who had preached for us this morning, he, he, he sent me back this message, if I can find it on my phone. He said, he said this. I won't read you the whole thing, but at the end he said, it was so encouraging hearing the prayers of your elders. And truthfully, I didn't expect him to say that. Like, no, no slide on any of our elders. This is not what I expected him to say. But there was something that he noticed. And, and once again, you could probably make a lot of points uh, about that, but, but I want... I want to pull out this idea that when we come and we bring our confessions to God and we bring our confessions before the body, that we're bringing them to a body who cares about our spiritual lives. And I don't know about you, but to me, that's incredibly encouraging. And I think you could make that statement just as he did, and you could begin with the elders, and, and you, can, you can see that uh, as you talk with them and as they talk with you. But I think you could make that statement about, about the congregation as a whole to understand that I'm not, I'm not in this battle all by myself. And, and, and I know there, there, there's these places that we come to that, you know, I have to stand even if nobody else stands. I, I completely understand that. But... But listen, we're blessed to know that when we do stand, we, we don't have to stand up all by ourselves. And, and that when I have struggles, listen, there are, uh, there are people in this church who have also had struggles, who are having struggles, and who care about a soul. I, I was reading recently about... Um, a, a brother in Christ who, who, had some, who had some struggles and some difficulties he was going through. And can I tell you, can I tell you that whenever those things became known, he was buried? That the congregation buried him. And it's a reflection of our culture, right? I mean, if you did something 10 years ago, then you ought to lose your job and never have another job again and never show your face for as long as we shall live. That, that's where our culture is. And I'm just going to tell you, that's where a lot of churches are. That's not where the, that's the easy response, by the way. That's not where the response of the Lord's body is. The, the Lord's body, not winking at sin, not overlooking sin, not, not any of that. You know where I'm not going. But, but the Lord's body walks with people through their sin. And I think, I hope that we saw that this weekend. And so as you've been listening to those lessons and you've been reflecting upon all of the works and all of the activities and all of the efforts that are being made to bring glory to God and to focus upon God, may we know that He has made us this promise that if we will confess our sin, if we will take those things to Him that we have found ourselves powerless to deal with, 
that he will cleanse us and that he will walk with us. And may we have seen this weekend that it is not only God who cares for us, but it is a body who cares for us. May we be comforted by that, and may we be challenged to live up to that standard that he has shown us. That's what I got from this weekend. And so I don't know where you're at this evening. I don't know what you've been thinking about as you've thought about the elephant in the room or, or the, this morning we, 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 we talked about that room that was just a room of our life. I don't know what was going through your mind. But I want you to know, if you're not right with God, that He loves you and that He invites you and that He's waiting for you. So if you're here this evening and you're outside of Christ... He invites you to come and be born again. And we had a little baby born yesterday, Barrett Guthrie. They didn't go with Wes. Little Barrett Guthrie. And somebody said, he'll, for the rest of his life, he'll be a yes weekend baby. I thought, well, yeah, probably so. That's, a, you know, that's always going to... But, but listen, there are, lots of, there are lots of people that when they come to Christ, maybe even to be born again, for the rest of their life can be a yes weekend baby. And every time that, that this time of year comes around, you think back and say, I remember. That was the time. That, I, don't remember, I don't remember the date that I was baptized into Christ. It's probably something good to look up. But wouldn't it be awesome if you could look back and say that was today? I know that applies to some of you. If you're here and that elephant in the room is weighing on you and maybe it's some sin that you're involved in, Maybe it's just you're being overwhelmed by life and trying to carry it all by yourself. I love the young man who came forward. I think it was young, I don't know, with the young person that came forward and they said, I've gone through all of these things in the last year and not once have I even thought about coming to God with it. I thought, well, how, how true is that to where most of us live our lives? All the stuff going on and I've never even thought about bringing it to God. There's something wrong there but there's something right when we come to God. I hope that you felt that. I hope that you feel that. And friends, if you're subject to that invitation, won't you come tonight as we stand and as we sing?